welcome to Calming Confectionery. This podcast is for busy women just like you who tend to binge watch television as a way to decompress. But then after you've binge watched, you realize that you still feel as stressed as you did before. If this is you, come join me, your host, Janina Hamilton, as we discuss the benefits of having a creative hobby to decompress. So today we have on Kiosha Jones. I'm so excited. Kiosha is my older sister. I have two sisters, so we're talking to the older one today. And we are just going to be talking about the similar things that I talk about in the podcast before. Um, hobbies, doing something that doesn't relate to making money, and how she got there, why she does it all of those fun things. So without further ado, Kiosha, please introduce yourself, including what you do for work. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me, Janina. I am super duper excited. And of course, there's nothing like being able to have fun with someone you've had fun with your whole life. So um, thank you for having me. Um, like she said, my name is Kiosha, uh, Kiosha Jones. I'm the owner of Pink Productivity Coaching, and I am an essential oil specialist and life and business productivity coach. So what I do is I help women holistically uh, prioritize their way to productivity, utilizing customized aromatherapy blends. Um, this then allows them to really uh, make space for growing their business with new uh, clientele or customers, uh, being able to have them go to bed at a decent night without waking up, thinking about all the things that they left undone or the things they have to do the next day, and also really being able to be present uh, with themselves and with their families. I love that. I love that so much. And I've also been able to benefit from the aromatherapy in my business as well as connected to the hobby that I have and being able to journal and take a step back from from business and hone in on the hobby. So I know that you haven't always had this business. What did you do before? So prior to this, I was in physical therapy as an assistant. I did that for 15 years. Absolutely loved it. I'm a people person, have always loved helping people. So Mm -hmm. um it was just kind of natural to do something else that helped people. But I also had, um, and it still does run another business where I assisted people with their health, uh, with the use of plant uh, powders uh, in a concentrated form that helped bridge the gap in between what we actually do eat and the amount of fruits and vegetables that we should eat. So there's been a couple of things, um, but the, the therapy has definitely been the, the longest standing. So with that, that going from physical therapy to having essentially two businesses, did you struggle to make time for yourself in the middle of trying to make sure you survived? 
Yes, that that was always um, a challenge. Uh, let's just say that initially making time for myself was not in the healthiest of forms before. Um, it would consist of eating a snack that really wasn't great and watching TV. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's not necessarily the healthiest way to take care of yourself. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with watching TV and eating something that you enjoy yet. The question is, what is the quantity of that? And what is the quality of the time that you're giving yourself? And as I begin uh, to change, I, I realized that that was really not the best form of, um, of time for myself that was going to nourish me to actually continue to do more. Right. And that's exactly what this podcast is about, you know, talking about decompressing with binge watching TV, that that's not really the way to go. So what then, what was the change? What, what change did you make? What was the turning point for you to say, all right, having a snack, that's not the best and watching TV is not for me? Well, Um, When I was going through the process of getting my health under control, I realized that food was a huge issue and that that was also linked to my excessive TV watching because it was mindless. Um, So when I started getting that under control, I still watched TV, but I didn't really have like a hobby. I was still doing too much at that point. Um, the, The hobby or the TV watching was decreased by adding in the business. Um, with the plant powder. So, I, I mean, I felt pretty good, but I would be working literally from like seven something in the morning to eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night and didn't really have a whole lot of downtime. I would say driving was probably my downtime in the sense of I actually got to think into process, but it did not relate into a hobby. But one of the big turning points was in 2020 when a few a mutual friend of ours invited me to a paint party and she instructed us how to paint um I had been to one a couple years before but life got busy it was never anything I picked back up again and when we did that and I sat back and I looked at what I did and I was like that is beautiful I did a really good job so then it really started making me think maybe I have the skill that I thought I was terrible at uh, before. And so I didn't really pick painting back up again, but I started to explore sketching uh, after that. And that's when it really started to take off for me. Yeah. And you said something interesting too, about the fact that you didn't really have a hobby, even though the, your food had gotten better, your health was getting better, but you weren't still, you still weren't taking time for yourself. You were replacing it with something else that was keeping you busy, but not really allowing you to decompress. So then you had that, that turning point where you're like, I can create. (laughs) Right. Right. So (laughs) like, how does that also relate to a little bit feeling that feeling of I can create, how does that help you in your business right now? Oh, it, it helps a lot in the sense of 
you know, sometimes we tend to admire other people's minds that we forget that ours is beautiful. And that's one of the, the posts that I put on, um, which I'm really not super active on my Cameo Creatives account, but um, I put a, it's a quote that I made up, like, don't admire someone else's mind so much that you forget to admire your own. And that moved me into the space of understanding that I do have a creative side, something that I never really thought that was the case. And so uh, when I come up with ideas or content or my graphics, which I did have a lot of help with that in the beginning, um, it, it helps me to see that I do have the ability to create fun and exciting things in my business uh, for myself and for uh, those that I attract to become my clients. I love that because really like my tagline or my closeout is, you know, do the things that you want to do so that you can do the things that you need to do better. And so that just goes to show that having that hobby decompressing in a different way has helped you be better in your business. So you mentioned briefly, but what is your creative hobby? Okay. So my creative hobby is sketching or drawing. Um, I enjoy both of them. I've come to realize that sketching with pencils, like different types of pencils is a lot of fun to me. I love color. I don't know, but there's just something about doing that and watching the dimension and the depth uh, come alive with sketching with just different shades of gray and black. Just, I don't know. It just makes me really happy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the point, right? That's the point. Yeah. It, it makes you happy. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, right? Isn't right. that the, I think to me, the beauty of, of hobbies in general is especially ones that are not connected to money. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. So what, what are your thoughts on that? I agree. Um, and even if you do, for the lack of a better term, a bad job, it doesn't matter. You still had fun. And that's the thing is it really should not matter what anybody else says. You know, it, you know uh, critiques, encouragement, um, suggestions on how to make it better always welcome those because that's going to increase your joy. Don't let it, um, if somebody offers that without asking, don't let that be a way to stop you. Let it be a way for you to learn and to be more happy with how you did it because you've then taken something and utilized it for the better. But in the end, it really matters that you're happy with it. Somebody else can say it looks like dirt and you should still be okay with it because you have fun. Exactly, exactly. So what then got you into sketching, even though painting was where it started? What got me into sketching? Okay, so I had to think about that for a second. I've always been a doodler on paper. So I think just going back to something that I did as a child uh, with it was the connection there because sometimes too I think we forget that we still have an inner child that needs to come out and I, I mean you know everybody knows that's seen my pieces of paper that there's always something drawn on it <laughs> that is not related to what I'm taking notes on 
So I just, I think that it was natural for me to go to that because I've always just been a doodler. And that's so funny that you mentioned that too, because in, in my previous episode, I talked about that because I made um, toaster strudels and I was like, that is my nostalgic childhood thing. I loved the cream cheese toaster strudels, right? Yes. And, um, and that's what I, that's what I encourage exactly what you just said that, you know, go back to your childhood, find that thing that you were like, oh, I used to do that all the time. Let me figure out how to duplicate the feeling that that gave as a child because we still need that that moment mm -hmm. <laughs> no matter how it looks no matter how it ends up but to just enjoy yeah so was it hard for you to get into sketching consistently like when you first started was it like oh I'll just do this here and there or did you set for yourself a, a goal or a schedule or how did you come about there? That? Um, it kind of was a, a he, like just a here and there kind of thing. But then I started doing, um, doing it related to something that I would study in the Bible. And that made it even more um, impressionable, fun, consistent. Uh, because that's something that's a regular part of my life. Um, I did kind of fall off a little bit because things got busy, busier than I expected them to. Yet, I still draw my papers when I write on them. So it, it comes out, um, even though it may not necessarily be 100% focused. Uh, but I do find that I do that more often now than I did before. Um, but I do try to be more intentional in setting time now to actually draw, whether it be related to something that I've studied or something fun or actually working on improving a skill. So um, I like doing challenges because it helps me stay committed. Um, this last time I did not quite hit the mark, but the good thing is, is I might, you, you can always uh, reframe how you're going to do it because there were uh, challenges for every day I realized for myself that's not conducive so I can just try for twice a week and complete the challenge that way yeah and and you're saying something else very important that just because you were invited into a challenge to do something that you enjoy doing to do it every day that might not work with your schedule and that's okay but doing it consistently is what's going to help you to continue to decompress and continue to enjoy it without feeling overwhelmed or burdened by by something like that because challenges are good like I've tried them but I'm not very good at them <laughs> like <laughs> I I cannot do something every day like like that um not in that capacity you know I read the bible every day I can do that um but as far as doing something like this you have to make a reasonable schedule if you're going to be consistent on it. So um, that's a very important thing that you just said. So what advice would you give someone trying to start a hobby to decompress? Don't limit yourself with what you try. Explore uh, different things. If something doesn't feel right. Don't force it. <laughs> you know, um, because you may end up 
giving up because you didn't like this thing so much that you tried to make happen. So don't, don't give up, but don't limit yourself in trying new things. Love that. That makes so much sense um, for those perfectionists out there. <laughs> that was for you. Uh, also for me, because it's true. You know, we, we try to do things right. It's, it's a woman thing. I mean, would you agree? <laughs> I definitely, I mean, I, I struggle with it too, even with my drawings, but I'm like, you can learn how to be at the point that you don't care that it didn't turn out right because you had fun. Exactly. Because you have to be bad at something before you're good at something, right? Yep. I mean, sure. Others have, some have natural talent, but they still hone, hone that talent by practicing and by doing it more often. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else that you would like to add? I would just like to say thank you once again for having me on, um, on the podcast, but, but for anybody who is listening, really take, just take some time. Sometimes it's hard to actually sit with ourselves and let our minds go there, but that's what we need is to actually sit down, think about those things that make us happy, um, that made us happy even as children. And if you have somebody else who's in in your life with you, communicate with them that this is something that you would like to do. I think even with what I have seen just, you know, personally and also in business is that having frank conversations with individuals about your happiness, the ones that are most involved in it are necessary. Um, if you are going to create the time and the space, um, even mentally and emotionally to, to explore a hobby. So have that conversation because then when they realize that you're happy, you're going to make them happier too. Oh my goodness. That is amazing. <laughs> amazing. Um, Cause I was, I was just talking to Chris about this too, that there's so many people, especially women, like we're talking about who this is for, that they tend to keep, certain things to themselves that they want um it doesn't matter whether you're single or married you need mm -hmm. to tell somebody so that you can be encouraged by them to help you to move forward in doing something that you enjoy because if not you can really lose yourself and that's not a healthy place to be you know being a title other than your name. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, moving forward with talking to somebody and, and things like that, that is so many gems in this podcast, Yosha. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was my privilege to have you on here. Uh, I really hope that those of you who are listening will um, also go and visit her. Um, it's Cameo Creatives, correct? Correct. Instagram. I will make sure to put that in the show notes so that you can go and find her on Instagram and follow her sketches and stuff. Um, and as always, please make sure to go to the story um, templates on here. I'm going to make one 
we can be accountable to, to each other to make sure that we find something to do for 15 minutes that is happy just for you a hobby so that you can decompress so please make sure to do what you want to do so that you can do what you need to do better <laughs>